It's my mother's birthday today, April 19th, and I almost forgot about that um, when sitting here to record, and then I remembered, and all of a sudden, I was able to remember a year before this, when I also was... um, podcasting and I was I was recording frequently and I remember I remember a memory of from my mom's last birthday about something about how I would leave a message on her answering machine and And I was afraid to do so because my sister who hasn't, um, because my sister who hasn't spoken to me in, in years was at my mom's house. We've all got our stuff that we're working through in this lifetime. And I think that because of the nature of the mind and the ego, it makes sense why. But I think to myself, what a, what a wondrous and beautiful life. I've gone from full avoidance of the things that made me uncomfortable to then the opposite which was leaning into the discomfort in the areas involving people to now just being and carrying myself in a way which perhaps Abraham Hicks today in a podcast that I listened to would describe it best engaging in ways that instead of feel like <sighs> or oh, to that is something that feels so enjoyable something that I want to do so I today decided not to call my mother even though I had thought about her before and maybe I will after this just because I um, I used to think well I would you know regret not calling her or um, or you know, I, I should do it um, because, you know, I should check on her and I would do it out of a place where I didn't fully feel good. And I haven't called her in a while now. I think I've gone through like stages of this in my life. But just communicating um, through text or in ways that just um, feel good to me. 
I no longer think of it in terms of regret or how I'll feel later or leaning into the discomfort. I've also really been harnessing all of my energy as much as I can um, to an understanding, understanding the the power of my attention and energy and really putting that into the things that um, will truly flourish when I do. I listened to something else in, in Abraham Hicks podcast, which referred to um, being a vibrational snob. And um, it resonated with me so much because this speaker in the audience who mentioned that she gets annoyed by people but she says that she understands that she needs people but she gets annoyed by them and it's so interesting how when we channel the universe the the story or the feedback that that comes through us is and can be exactly what somebody needs and you very often find this in um with abraham hicks that it doesn't really matter um how much the person speaking uh describes their situation but abraham hicks um probably in their response gives them exactly what they need and a detailed a scenario that involves even more detail um or um, feedback that is applicable to them than they had originally even um, painted a, a picture in their life for. So as a listener, it's entertaining to me because that's something that I think about, how, um, how whatever they, they receive um, is, must be so applicable to them and the gift of that is applicable to people, um, many who are listening. This young lady, or old lady, I'm not sure, but, um, or maybe middle-aged, perhaps, <laughs> this lady was saying that she um, doesn't you know, gets annoyed um, by people. And that resonated with me because I'm very sensitive to people's energies and um, moods and um, and words. And um, I think, I think more so their, um, their energy and the response that Abraham Hicks gave was saying that it's like you're a fine tuner um, on a, a radio. It's like a radio station. You're like a radio station that isn't or hasn't been finely tuned so that whenever you turn the radio on, there's a lot of static, but it takes it takes uh, effort to to finally tune that and and to really establish yourself. And Abraham Hicks said something so interesting 
at this point. They said that there's two sides of this, and this is a perspective that I think was communicated in a way um, that really the, the, the words that were used and the way that it was explained was something that I think I had been looking for the words for, but um, didn't find until this time when I heard, when I heard it. And um, they said that every everything is two sides and that the more you develop appreciation for something, on the other side of that, the more you are sensitive to that very thing, the more you understand the nuances of that thing, the more you can see and um, and understand differences and notice differences when that thing is not present. And I thought of my best friend and the integrity that he has or maybe his financial wisdom that is seems like it is um, bottomless and I thought about how all the ways that he that all the things that he knows all the ways that he knows he must see the contrast in all of those things in people or just all of those things in the world all of those things in maybe interaction but my best friend's a little special because he has this unconditional love for people where I think even if he notices those differences, um, I don't know if he feels about it the way that I do. It's almost like his interaction with people, at least from where I'm standing, just seems um, so giving and, and unconditional. And... Maybe it's because he is finely tuned. His radio station is finely tuned. For me, I think I relate to a lot of static and noise. And when Abraham Hicks called the speaker a vibrational snob and said, you're, you're very open to um, the energies of people very sensitive to them and I related that to that so much because I thought about every way that I am energetically, every way that I um, can feel and, and, and express myself and anything that somebody may feel from me is something that I have appreciation for in any human being. And so I relate and um, sense um, energy in, in maybe different ways and because I do, I have this because I do and I have this strong appreciation for for relating energe energetically or just energy what is communicated without words 
I think I also have sensitivity to that and I have preferences there. And sometimes I meet people who satisfy these preferences for me, although I think it is rare, it is more rare because I think most of the world communicates through words. And I think children, um, children understand this energy so well that it makes sense to me why I've been able to communicate with so many of them, why my presence has been soothing to them why my interaction with many of them allows them to maybe have an experience that maybe they haven't had with an adult human being. It's because so much of me is communicated non-verbally. And so I thought of myself as a vibrational snob, but not in a, a bad way. But it just allowed me to make sense of how I really have appreciation for something. And all the, on the other end of that, because I have that appreciation, I have a, a, a preference for that. I have a preference. And perhaps when I'm fully present, I don't. I don't have, I don't experience this pres- this preference. I'm not sure. Um, but there are times where I have been fully present where how people react or respond is, um, is of no, does, doesn't concern me, doesn't, um, doesn't even strike me in the moment as a, something that I prefer or don't. But then it, um, I think most of my life I've grown this preference. And I thank my mom for this preference that I have because early in my life she, I think, was and I think still is the strongest reason that I am this way. Because my temperament from early was sensitive. And my mother wasn't able to connect to me emotionally. And I think that so much of me just started developing in this way from an early age. And um, I'm very, very, very grateful. But... It makes sense to me now, um, after listening to this about how I'm a vibrational snob and how it makes me have preferences that I, that I prefer to play with people who, who also communicate non-verbally in this way. And it also makes sense to me in my life how, um, you know, I, I could really, I can sense 
Um, and, and it makes sense to me that my soul sister communicates this way. Um, that, um, that several people in my life um, have this energy that can be felt without words. And um, I don't know, I think it's so divine. I think it's so divine. And I also think that it's something that is felt by my partner because there's something in me um, that attracts him. And, um, and then I think, you know, he must be, um, he must be so beautiful to attract this into his life and to desire this. It's really incredible because it's allowed me to frame everything perhaps in a, in a different way. Now I understand that when I meet people that the very ways in which they have grown, they appreciate. And they also prefer in other people, perhaps. I mean, why not, right? If, um, if you've also developed in a certain way, then it would make sense then, you know, that you would resonate with people who have also developed in that way or who also understand that same thing. And I guess I'm trying to figure out if what what that preference really is about and how it manifests exactly. And, well, are you, do you continue to be um, triggered by those who don't have that same preference and the answer here is very clearly no because I don't think life would be um would turn out that way that wouldn't make sense but if you fine-tune yourself as Abraham Hicks says then the alignment that you are in becomes something that you offer not something that you seek and you show people you show people the source of it instead of looking for it. You show people the very source of it. And I think that is true appreciation and true wisdom and true being where you are without expectation, just with in alignment that becomes an offering and unintentionally, but it becomes something that um, that others um, that others see in you. They that others have the privilege of noticing in you, and perhaps developing and and um and and growing something that they can grow as well and that never comes from you seeking it right but only you being a teacher of it which is truly to just be it so um that's been interesting and uh, I think I learned that 
I learned that I want to finally tune myself. And I learned that I want to do things that, um, that feel good. And that when I do things that feel good, when I do things that feel good, then I'll be able to offer my alignment. And I'll feel the best that I can instead of leaning into the discomfort and offering some of that uncomfortable energy because I can feel that within myself, but for so long, or actually for at least like the last 10 years or so, I thought that was, that was me. That was something that I was supposed to do. And that I, that was how I was, you know, being tested or that was how I would overcome it. And now I just realized that, um, that even after all this time, I, even after striving for over 10 years, I don't think I've fully overcome it. I think the only way that I cannot experience that is to be in full alignment myself before I connect with people, before I um, speak to people, before I message people, before I go on social media, before I go into any community, really just to make sure that I'm not seeking anything. And I could seek so much because I have so much appreciation in the ways that I do seek. I have, um, I understand and notice so much of, of what I do seek in my own self. But the true and the, and the, the truest way that I can actually be would then, um, not ask for anything from anyone else. And so I'm grateful for this piece of wisdom and this way of making sense of it that um, I heard from Abraham Hicks through Abraham Hicks. And um, I'm in a place in my life where I'm finally tuning. I'm finally tuning myself and I'm grateful because just the, the way that my life has been the last year, I've had the the blessing I've had the honor of doing this life just has allowed me to do this circumstantially it's allowed me to fine-tune myself and um, I notice that I feel best when I when I am alone in my own company and um, and I think that's a sure sign that I should definitely spend time in my own company especially especially before reaching out. Well, thank you. And I hope that if you also have preferences, that you fine-tune yourself in your alignment so that before you present yourself to the world or someone else, that you are not triggered by the ways that you have developed in your life and the things that you appreciate in yourself. So that you could be in alignment, in full alignment, and be a teacher of the very thing that you embody without seeking any of it in return.
Thank you. I'll see you.